Hello and welcome to another episode of the Overcoming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nashawn Garrett. Today is another beautiful and wonderful day. Hey guys, we've been talking about who is a Jew and kind of getting to the, the bottom of this according to God's definition, right? So um, we had talked about the, the prophecy. Um, well, we had talked a little bit about the good figs and the bad figs. Now, Jesus taught his disciples, including Simon the Zealot, uh, how to submit to the divine judgment as a good fig. Good figs submit to the judgment of God um, in order that uh, God would remain righteous in his judgment. They believe him and they believe that his judgment is good and right and they don't rebel against him. Now, remember, Rome destroyed Jerusalem as as Jesus had prophesied. In Matthew chapter 22, uh, verse 1 through 7, Jesus is the good tree. Yeshua, guys, is the good tree. And Jesus himself actually produced good fruit. He was born of a Judahite mother, um, and he was the tree itself, guys. And as a king of Judah, uh, he was more than just a fig branch. He, he was the root, guys. He was the tree itself. He was the trunk of the tree. Uh, in John chapter 15, verse 1 through 6, here we read, uh, he says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it, that it may bear more fruit. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. See, only those who abide in Christ will, be, will bear the type of fruit that God is seeking. If you want to bear that good fruit, you got to abide in Christ. And if anyone claims to be in Christ but does not produce uh, these fruits of the kingdom, he is cut off. And Jesus says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch that dries up. And of course, guys, who is Jesus really referring to here? He had in mind those Judahites who had rejected him as Messiah. So the people who produce no fruit, or as Jeremiah put it, the ones who only produced bad figs could not have been eaten. And therefore, they would be cut off. And this is exactly what happened, guys. Judah split into two factions or two trees. Those who accepted Jesus as Messiah, they became the branches of the good fig tree. And these were the inheritors of the dominion mandate given to Judah. And Jesus said that he would prune them in order that they would bring forth even more fruit, more people, more fruit from their lives. But of course, from their words, from their lives, from their sacrifice, they would also bring forth um, more fruit unto uh, the Father, who is God. Those who refused to accept Jesus as Messiah, they were cut off and they were no longer inheritors of the dominion mandate. And there is no way, just to be clear, that you can bear fruit, that anyone can bear fruit apart from being attached to Christ. 
So, with that being said, there's this little thing floating around um, in Christian circles called, speci- specifically, uh, church Christian cir- circles, um, called the replacement theology. And it is the idea that the Gentile church replaced the Jews as God's chosen people. And um, it's not really quite accurate. In fact, a small little uh, antidote here, or antidote, what do they call it? Antidote? Well, small little story. I, uh, I've actually been to Israel three times, and I actually, when I initially went over there, this is kind of the idea that they push a lot, is this idea um, that, listen, there is no replacement theology. The Jews, God still keeps his promise to them. God still does this, and which is all true. Um, but the replacement theology that the church teaches is just really not quite accurate. But I remember fighting against the replacement theology when I went over there. But then in my thinking, um, it was kind of skewed too because then I was thinking they had to be Jews according to the natural sense. And um, I had missed that understanding too. So the reality is is that uh, past theologians, they didn't really understand the issue. We have to understand the issue from a biblical perspective guys from the perspective of biblical law so jesus christ and the apostles um that was the foundation of the early church right the true judah tree that produced good figs um were those who followed jesus and this is the first century application of um jeremiah 24 you had the good figs you had the bad figs the good figs are the ones who produce good fruit those who produce good fruit are the ones that abide in christ and those who abide in christ are the ones who believed in him accepted him as lord and savior accepted uh that he was the true messiah and submitted to the will of god whereas um the bad figs rejected jesus as messiah jesus's followers um were just a tiny minority guys they were not in control of the temple in jerusalem even though they were still of Judah. So the believers who believed in Messiah, they were persecuted and they were finally expelled from the land and they were excommunicated from uh, Judaism. The good figs eventually lost their identity as Jews and the bad figs retained the identification with the tribe or nation of Judah, even though they rejected the king of Judah. Do you guys understand this? So the good figs became known to the world as Christians, right? In Antioch is where they first called them Christians, little Christ. In Acts chapter 11, verse 26. But God, in his sight, he knew them as the true Judah, the followers of the king of Judah, Jesus. Jesus Christ, or Yeshua, Messiah. They were the good figs that God had expelled from the old land for their good. And we realize it's for their good because in 70 AD, uh, Rome came with some destruction on them according to what Jesus had prophesied. So, and again, from 70 to 73 AD, uh, they were destroyed. And, And the evil figs who had rejected Messiah, who lived there, they were killed also. God gave them 40 years to repent, guys. He gave them 40 years, but eventually he sent his Roman armies to go and carry out the sentence of judgment. And we read this in Matthew chapter 22, verse 7. But the king, God, was enraged 
and sent his armies and destroyed those murderers and set their city on fire. You guys see the prophecy there? It's amazing. So the point of all this is to say the Gentile church did not replace a Jewish church. The early Christians were always the good figs of Judah, and they carried on the biblical mandate that had been given to Judah. In accepting him as Messiah, God made a new covenant with them as prophesied in Jeremiah 31, 31. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. You see how he made a new covenant with the house of Judah? Well, listen, um, that covenant was made in there, uh, receiving him as Messiah. These are Judahites who received a new covenant because of um, their obedience to the will of God. And therefore, God made a new covenant with them, according to Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. He did not make a new covenant with the Gentile church. It doesn't say that here. He made a, he made a covenant with the good figs of the true house of Judah, led by the prince of that tribe, who is Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, right? So if any non-Jew wants to be saved, he has to transfer his citizenship to the house of Judah. So then he has to become a citizen of the house of Judah and swear allegiance to uh, its king, Yeshua Messiah, or Jesus Christ. He then becomes a convert to the true house of Judah, not a convert to Judaism. Judaism is a religion of the rebellious figs that say in Luke ni chapter 19, verse 14, we do not want this man to reign over us. That is what Judaism is, guys. These are people who have rejected the King, Lord, Savior, and Messiah and um, said, we don't want him to reign over us. That is what Judaism is. But they still want to retain citizenship and their right by genealogy, uh, which has also been sh proven to be false. <coughs> they still want to retain that right. You can't retain the same right. In God's eyes, you can no longer be a part. Uh, you're no longer apart you're actually rebellious against his will and um, we'll find out what that looks like here pretty soon and their fate you guys these people who said we do not want this man to reign over us their fate is given in luke chapter 19 verse 27 but these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them bring them here and slay them in my presence this guys is the fate of zionism if you want to be a zionist this is your gonna fate this is what you, you, you sow into people making Aliyah over to the, the Holy Land, to Jerusalem, uh, to live there. But it will be destroyed again, guys. The representatives of the, bit of the bad figs, uh, back to the old land. Uh, this is what God has done from virtually every nation in the world. And he is, he's gotten all the representatives to go back over there in order that he may judge them for not wanting Jesus to reign over them. And what is astounding about this, guys, is that there's a lot of Christians who have paid their way through contributions to bring these bad figs over to um, over back over to that land for judgment. The light of the gospel added many converts, guys, to the ranks from the nation, uh, not of Judah, right? So... Again, we're going back to uh, 
the group of early Christian Jews as God defines them. Some of these early Christians were uh, ex-Israelites of the Assyrian dis- dispersion, as we see in 745 to 721 B.C. And others were not Israelites. Um, others were not dispersed. But either way, the non-Judahites were not natural branches of the fig tree. God grafted them into the, the tree of Judah so that they could partake of the life of Jesus Christ and bear good fruit. So one does not bear figs. You don't have to bear figs to be a part of, a, of the fig tree of Judah. All you have to do is be grafted in. So um, as for these unproductive branches of the fig tree, of course they were cut off and uh, they were pruned and then cut off. So by rejecting Jesus and excommunicating his disciples, they were cutting themselves off from the fig of Judah, the root himself, and they did not realize that by separating themselves from Jesus, the root and the offspring of David, that their branch would die. Guys, Judaism, um, Zionism, uh, and anything that is against and rejects Christ is has to die. The bad figs, they were just cut off. And <clears throat> while the good figs of Judah carried the banner of the Judah church, the bad figs were, again, they were cut off. There is no replacement theology here, guys. No p- replacement here. The promises to Abraham were never transferred from one nation or one people to another. Um, they continued through the unbroken line of the good fig tree of Judah. And the fact that many Judahites, excuse me, the fact that many non-Judahites have been grafted into that tree does not make it a Gentile church. The trunk of the tree and its root has always been Jesus, the King of Judah, not Jewish, Judah. He is a Judahite, okay? So when Christians generally talk about the early church as being a, a Jewish church, it's absolutely correct. It's absolutely true. Um but they have to understand the, the biblical definition of the, a Jew. And m- some people even use this as an excuse to convert to Judaism. And in doing so, they join themselves to the evil fig tree. Don't convert to Judaism, guys. I think a lot of people are, let's get back to our Hebrew roots. That's true. You got to get back to the Hebrew roots. Yes, you, you want to understand the Hebrew language. There's four different understandings of it. There's four levels of it, four um, 70 different interpretations that they say. It's good to know the history. It's good to know some of that depth. Um, but uh, those who call themselves Jews today who reject Christ are not, in fact, Jews in the eyes of God, not by God's definition. Christians cannot become Jews by converting to Judaism. To convert to Judaism is to ju- jump uh, from the basket of good figs to the basket of evil figs. So, um, put another way, replacement theology teaches that the fig tree was rooted out and replaced by an apple tree. And obviously this is not what happened. There were two fig trees, one good fig tree and one bad fig tree, as portrayed in Jeremiah chapter 24. Um, of course, we see in Jeremiah 24 that there were some bad figs and some, and some good figs. But a good tree, a good fig tree, as according to Yeshua, uh, a good fig tree cannot bear bad fruit. So 
good it must be a good tree and it must be a bad tree two different trees but they were both of judah the bad tree was rooted out the bad fig tree was rooted and the good fig tree remained to carry on the kingdom of god upon the earth and produce good fruit the good fig tree did not replace anything guys it was always there but there were some non-judahites uh, who could be grafted in in order to bear fruit as they uh, abided in Christ. When Messianic Jews today uh, often claim that Christianity is a Jewish church, um, they're pointing to the fact that disciples and his earliest believers were from Judea. This is absolutely 100% correct. But because they don't understand Jeremiah 24, they use this truth to convince Christian believers that they also ought to unite with the Jew Zionist Jews. And as a consequence, um, since Pat Boone converted to Judaism in 1960, it's been fashionable for Christians to follow his example as if we are all from the same fig tree. We're not from the same fig tree, guys. If you reject Christ, you're cut off. If you reject Jesus, you're cut off. You can't bear good fruit. And um, it's not possible unless you abide in him. The problem with Christian Zionism is that it's a move. Um, it's a move to engraft the branches of good figs to the bad fig tree rather than the other way around. The teaching that teaching would ultimately bring all Christians into Judaism rather than bringing Jews to Christ. The bad tree, guys, will never bring forth fruit and that was the nature of jesus's curse in matthew chapter 21 verse 19 and this is where he said no longer shall there ever be any fruit from you and the only solution is for the individual branches to be cut off from that dead fig tree which is judaism and grafted to the only tree that can give them life which is jesus christ the trunk of the good tree and as long as conversion to christ is repugnant to Jews, he is not a partaker in the dominion mandate of Judah, nor is he of that tribe in the sight of God. And we will prove this more from Scripture when we understand the law of pruning trees from Deuteronomy chapter 29. But for now, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, blessings to you and peace from God our Father. Yahuwah. Um, Hey, bless you guys. I really appreciate uh, you, you guys listening and, and tuning in. I, I will definitely uh, hope to be back on this a little bit more consistently, except I don't believe uh, that tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, I don't, maybe I'll have to, I'll have to do a pre-recorded message for tomorrow. But um, I hope you guys are learning something. Hope you guys are picking something out of this. And I um, hope you guys are blessed by it. So thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to listen or, or even have access to any of this teaching, um, it is free at godskingdom.org. You can find all these books that I'm teaching off of um, and all the resources f completely for free um, at godskingdom.org. And blessings to you. Got a haircut to go to, so I'm going to go to my haircut appointment. Um, see you guys next episode.